Coat of Popularity Podcast. Alright guys, first actual episode of Cult of Popularity Podcast, official episode starting off talking about our topics, so I'm Trent. And I'm Josh, and uh, three topics we've got this week are selections that have been drawn. From the Hat of Destiny, or Hats of Destiny. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, plural. Uh, so what, movie this week will be Inglourious Bastards. Bastards. Uh, a bit of Tarantino right there. TV show was... It's Always Sunny, or It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia for those that are not aware. I really hope people were aware. That they should be aware. Game that got drawn this week was uh, Bully, otherwise known as Canis Canum Edit. Guess we'll start off. Go movie. Go Kick movie. off with the uh, Inglorious Bastards. Inglorious Bastards. Sorry. Well, I didn't mind. I didn't mind it. Like as far as Tarantino films go, not his best work. I'm not saying it's a bad movie. No, but not, not Tarantino's it's not as, best work. It's not as strong as his other works. Yeah, definitely. Definitely not as strong as his other works. But there are there is some cool stuff that does happen. It is pretty gruesome in some parts. Hmm. Not as gruesome as these other movies as well, though. No, it's not. Considering it is a war, uh, movie based around the Second World War and a uh, complete hate for Nazis. Killing. Well, and, hunting, and, and, hunting, hunting and killing and, Nazis. Definitely was like a big area of opportunity, I guess, to have. Well, well I guess, no, I guess it was violent, but I guess at the same time, you didn't, it wasn't as gory, maybe. Yeah. So it still no, was it pretty violent. It wasn't overly gory, you know, in the vein of something like you know, Django or Kill Bill or something mm. like that, which is pretty damn gory. <laughs> it is. But still, all in all, very good film. Enjoyed, there are parts that I did really enjoy. I enjoyed Brad Pitt's character. Yeah, his character is good. I think, um, I don't know, I feel like he maybe should have chosen a slightly different accent. I feel like he did slip out of it a few times. Yeah, I, sort of, I felt that a bit and sort of jarred, it sort of jarred me out a little bit like, mm. oh. don't know, maybe that was a... Uh, it was like a play on the fact that they were meant to be talking in bad German accents as well. Like, not Brad Pitt, but the other characters that were, in the movie. were impersonating German yeah. soldiers. were, Which, which you know, without being a native or anything of the thing, you would never pick up on. But apparently they had a terrible German accent. Allegedly, yeah. <laughs> Allegedly. Uh, according to the lovely gentleman in the, the tavern that they have mm. a bit of a falling out with. It's probably probably <laughs> a really polite way to say that a, a, a bit of a falling out... <laughs> It did get pretty, pretty messy. It was a, it was that was there. That probably, yeah, that was a, that was a good shootout though. It was not. Nice. That was a good shootout. I for one enjoyed the scalping. <laughs> yeah, it does make the me scalping. sound. Does make me sound a bit sadistic, but it is a. Uh, I don't know. It was it good. Paints, uh, paints a good picture. It does. It was a good alternate take on the, uh, on the Second World War. Another way potentially could have ended. I have absolutely no no idea whether or not Hitler at any time did attend some sort of weird movie premiere. In France, and if it was taken off that, you know, a what if that had know. been identified or not, or whether know. it was just completely fictitious altogether. Not sure. I don't know if people were actually scalping Nazis, but... Well, look, I like to imagine that there actually I'll, were people out there scalping I'd Nazis. probably say there was. Actually helps me sleep better at night thinking that there were. That there were people out there scalping Nazis. Hmm, definitely. I like the take, like, obviously, a strong view, uh, as every, well, everyone, most people would have in regards to... Nazis, the uh, scarring them as well, the ones that they did, yeah, that did let cool. go. Yeah, I like that. It's like, are you going to take that uniform off? Yeah, 
that was good, man. That, that sounded pretty close. I was. Uh, <laughs> my my bad impression was almost as good as Brad Pitt's accent for the movie. <laughs> I feel like we've kind of you know praised him up a little bit and then just shat all over him. But <laughs> no, see, I'd only ever seen bits and pieces of the movie. So in preparation for this episode, sat down and watched it. Even in, even though I watched it in two halves, uh, watched it and I was like, that caught me off guard. I was like, whoa. That was cool. Mm. When he said when he said they're going to brand them or they were going to like leave a mark on them, I was thinking like a like a brand brand like you know hot mm. iron something like that. Um, but no, like knife to the foreheads, pretty yeah, like forehead, like pretty I, brutal. Pretty stuff. Yeah, I was just going to do something because he was like making mention of like you know having inform off that he was going to like you know do it on his shoulder or his arm or something somewhere. But yeah, on the forehead, I was just like, well, yeah, no question about that. That's pretty unavoidable. Do you reckon that may have been like a slight nod to, or like a slight reference to Manson as well? Not Marilyn, Charles. <laughs> Just for clarity. I mean, you know, maybe they both did. It can be both, why not? Why not? Life's all about interpretation. No, I don't think so. You don't, you don't think maybe life's about like, interpretation? No, not that. Um, <laughs> yeah, interpret however you want, you know. It's all sunshines and rainbows over here. But... Yeah, I mean, like, the sort of cult aspect of, like, the Nazis and stuff and things like that, or... Yeah, I mean, you can make anything fit if you try hard enough. That's true. In, uh, that's true. in most aspects of life. <laughs> but, yeah, Apart that's... Apart from that bloke in that video trying to get his suitcase in the bloody... In, oh, the, in the overhead compartment. Overhead, the yeah, that, that was... Well, I mean, eventually he does make it He does make it fit. He does try hard enough. No, no, it's Stuart said to help him, didn't she? Yeah. You know, yeah, anyway. Anyway, off topic. But, yeah, no, overall... Solid film. Again, there are better works out there, and we do have other works in the in the hat to draw out potentially at a, you know a later date to uh, review them as well. Question for you though, in regards hmm. to Tarantino and his films, what do you think in regards to you know whether or not all of his movies that he's done are either in some sort of timeline or all exist like a within a universe, yeah, like a, like a cinematic universe, yeah. Um, yeah, well, there are definite connections. Like, there are same brand of cigarettes that Mia Wallace smokes, the Red Apple cigarettes, in Pulp Fiction do appear, that brand does appear in other Tarantino films. I'm not sure if it's, you know, obviously it's intentional, but I don't know if it's, you know, if it is going to be mm. eventually so- all linked to a, a greater universe and mm. you can watch him in a certain order and it all makes sense or well see i think i don't know if this came from tarantino or not, but i read some news article that was you know posing the question said that i'm pretty sure they said that this came from tarantino or someone where with him anyway could be completely wrong but it was an interesting theory that um like the movies you know like your pop fiction your reservoir dogs and things were like meant to be a portrayal of like the real world in that universe and then Movies like uh, Kill Bill, for instance, are actually are movies from the universe that yeah, well, they could the, go and view, like that would be on. Yeah, well, the um, that universe. Yeah. If you think about it, the Fox Force Five that Mia Wallace talks about in the TV show that she mm. piloted, the characters in her assassins team are all characters from Kill Bill. You have like a demolitions expert, a knife's expert, a martial arts expert all these different experts but they're all female and they're all mm. they or they all fit with the the description that she gave them in pulp fiction so that i would say is 100 percent intentional okay. and the other thing i think um 
Oh, Charlie, for the new one that's coming out once upon a time in Hollywood. Mm. There was oh, a certain line that said just during the trailer where it says like something about where all things going to become connected or something like that. Or I was just like, is that is, is he weird. finally is something going to happen that will make it obvious that and in some way they are. And it'll all just yeah. Link Which out. actually, given actually, given more it's about once upon a time about actors performing in movie Hollywood actually movies very well. That may make that connection for us. Maybe yeah. Well, that's that's exactly right. I mean, it could it could definitely link back like that. Excited for it. I'm excited for it as well. Mm. Uh, definitely think we should probably go along and, and watch that one at the cinema. Yeah, no, I, I want to go, so I'll that will, see it. Um, I reckon it'll be. I'll put that on our, our to do list. This, yeah, no, that's definitely, I'm definitely going to put that on the to do list. Mm. Um, haven't been let down by a Tarantino film yet, so. I'm no, definitely I reckon I'll get my money's worth out of that one. I haven't been let down yet. There are still a few that I haven't seen. May even use this podcast as a vehicle to. To mm. see them, think, to actually uh, get around to watching them. Mentioned it, I think one, I know both of them was Jackie Brown. Yeah, we haven't. Uh, I, I, I know references from the movie, but I haven't actually seen the movie from start to finish. No, I don't, never. I don't think I've even um, seen a scene from Jackie I Brown. I don't know if I've seen a scene. Yeah, same. I've, I just know references. There's, there's a few movies out there like that where I just know references from the movie, but I've never actually watched it. I haven't seen that. I haven't seen Hateful Eight. I have do have it at oh, home. Haven't? I haven't watched it. Yeah, no, it wasn't bad. But uh, I'll have to check that one out as well at some stage. Overall, Glorious Bastards. Good film. No, it was. Uh, it, was. You know, it was a good movie. Good how-to sort of instructional video for killing Nazis. Which <laughs> I think everyone needs a bit of that in their life. <laughs> as uh, obsolete as it may be these as days. As obsolete as it Well, you never know. You know, they, they came back in the Marvel Universe. Maybe they'll come back in the real universe. You never know, man. You never know. Maybe that's what's at Area 51. <laughs> Maybe that's where they're hiding all the Nazis. That's right. Hitler wasn't killed in the bunker. Didn't actually go to South America. He's been hiding out at Area 51. I don't understand the theory that he went to South America. I feel like that would not be a place he'd want to hang out, considering his vision was for the pure race, the supreme race. He had a lot, I mean, he had a lot, lot of weird ideas. Like, I was thinking about it the other day when I was watching Inglourious Bastards. I was like, so he sets up the Aryan race, which is supposedly the superior one, and I'm like, Trick had bloody brown eyes and brown hair, like black hair. Like, yeah. He, he kind of contradicted like, himself. I, thought, I was like, if it ever, re- if it took off and they did win, like, surely at some point, like, they were just going to turn on him and be like, well, why should we listen to you? Definitely very strange. Bill Burr does a very good bit about Hitler and about how obviously he was saying the right things at the start to get into power as much as he did. Because, like, he couldn't have just, like, been up there and just, like, started kicking off straight away. Like, <laughs> we will kill all the Jews! And started carrying on. Uh, so, yeah, that's... I mean, and there are a lot of crazy theories out there. And uh, speaking of crazy theories, the nice little segue into our next topic. Uh, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Charlie, these crazy theories about the company they're working in and uh, how it all connects. Charlie. Charlie's great. He is great. He's oh great character yeah great character I mean they they're all great characters in their own ways but you know Charlie just has that right amount of uh, innocence ignorance about him as well which just makes he's the character work so yeah but he, you know there's all that sort of ignorance so you know ignorance is bliss yeah mentality to Charlie which just makes him work yeah. so well do you know what I've noticed on a bit of a side note on a bit of an off topic sort of note actors that play characters have the same name as themselves the character's generally a good character like 
Charlie Day plays Charlie in It's Always Sunny. Mm-hmm. You know, you had Charlie Sheen playing Charlie in Two and a Half Men when Two and a Half Men was good. And there are other ones. I was I actually waiting for you to give me a third Charlie. Yeah, no, I, can't, oh. I was like, eh. I was like, is it just Charlie's? Is it a Charlie-specific um, maybe, thing? Maybe it is just a Charlie-specific thing. But I don't know, it, it is a great show. I haven't watched as much of it as I'd like to. I would have, I've caught episodes here and there, like the episode with the conspiracy theory and fight milk. <laughs> fight milk, fight milk's great. I do love fight milk. It's good. And uh, what was the other one? That what was the other drink they made? Riot juice. Was it? No, what's the, um, Wolf, um, the, what the, the, that one makes a reappearance. I think someone even tried to actually, um, make it their Wolf soda or whatever it was. Mm. Have you seen that one? Where they make, it was like an energy drink or something, Wolf soda. I don't think I've seen that one. I've seen, I've seen Riot Juice and I've seen people on YouTube, other, like, YouTubers and things like that have made versions of it and then tried to make, like, a proper version of it that actually tastes good. (laughs) And same with Fight Milk. I love that sort of stuff. I think it's awesome. Definitely a, a very iconic show. It's a bit of a niche, I think, sort of show. Like, not a lot of... It doesn't have, like, the same sort of cult following. Well, not the cult following, but it's not the same no, sort No, it definitely does. It has a cult following, but what I was trying to say was it doesn't seem to have the same sort of mainstream exposure as, say, you know, something like, I don't know, How I Met Your Mother or or even Two and a Half Men or something like that. It's sort of more of a niche market. I think so, but at the same time, it's done so well. Like, it is now, at this point, the longest-running sitcom ever. Yeah. And I don't, I don't think you can get that from only being in a niche market. Those niche comedies, they usually get cut cut down pretty quickly. They do. Like, for instance, um, Glenn Houghton played Dennis, was uh, in AP Bio. Mate. Uh, which was which was fantastic. Right, I'm, st- I'm still a bit hurt about um, that. I'm still a bit upset about that. Cancelled and cancelled in a horrible way too, because there was nothing. Like it was just a there last was no end. There was no actual ending to it. Which I was hate that. I hate yeah. when shows do that. Which was annoying, but like at the same time, like that was good. And I reckon that really could have gone somewhere. Yeah, like yeah. it was definitely in a way still finding its feet. But I reckon if they had to let it go, I reckon that would have picked up and would have taken off. The only way they could have made it worse is if they had ended it the same way they ended The Sopranos. I almost wanted to go out and kill someone after I saw that. Never watched The Sopranos. End of The Sopranos, basically. Spoiler alert. Halfway through a sentence, show cuts to black and that's it. No. That's it. That's the end. Someone who likes closure, someone who like, like myself who likes things to be, as you know, the great man Homer Simpson says, wrapped up in a neat little package. When a show ends like that and it doesn't have that definitive, this is the end of the show, mm. I don't know, it takes away from it. But I guess we're getting off topic. It's yeah, always it, sunny. Hopefully, I think. Have you so in when you have you actually have you watched like the first the first season didn't have Danny DeVito in it. That's right. So I've I've watched then, most of that now. Then he yeah, came most in the, the other episodes. He actually bought in. I don't know. You must have seen it. Something was like I'm there's something in. here. I'm getting in on that. Mm. Um, it's great. He was a, he's, and he's a great addition to the cast as well. Oh, he works great. Mate. He like when he came in the second season. So I think I think oh, a while ago now, a couple of years ago, I sat down actually we watched most of it. And I forgot that he wasn't in the first season. I was like, where the hell is Frank? Yeah. And, and then... Uh, then he rocked up in the second season in August 1. I was like, oh, that's right. I remember now. But then we, you know what did confuse me actually the other day? I'm pretty sure I watched an interview or was reading an article about Glenn Houghton. Made mention... I don't know if they just stuffed up or whether there's some sort of polygamous relationship going on. But they said that he was married to Caitlin Olsen who plays uh, Dee's sister in 
It's always sunny. Yeah. But I was always understanding she's actually married to Mac. As far as I saw, like I've seen them walk red carpets together. Um, Caitlin Olsen and I can't not remember for life me right now. I Max, can't remember his name yeah. either. Um, but th- th- I know, I've known for a while that they were married. And then I was not sure if the article stuffed off something that said that or whether she, she split from him and she's got signed to go yeah. <laughs> over to Glenn. Gone over but to Glenn. I, I got really confused. And then, you know, what, a couple of years will split and she'll end up with Charlie and then work her way, oh, down, work her way down to Frank. But it, it, I found it funny, though, because just because, you know, the amount of uh, crap D cops in the TV show, like, that must be hard. Like, you know, oh. when you, you have oh. to say that horrible stuff to yeah. her when they're, like, you're calling her a bird, like, and that's just mild for what they do say. I think actors, you know, have that ability. You have to, to be a, de- a good actor or a decent actor, you have to have that ability to be able to switch off the two worlds. So True. this is this is make-believe. This is the real world. You know, because, you know, if you couldn't do that, you know, if you're, you know, married to a movie star and you're both actors or whatever, you're in a scene where you're passionate with someone else, you know, you've got to have that, that, like that, that cut off as like, well, well, you know, this is, this is just for show. It's, it's not... just for show. Like, it wasn't like, it, yes, it was kiss, but, you know, it wasn't, it didn't mean anything. It didn't mean, you know? anything. It didn't mean anything. And then, like, get caught out cheating on his wife and he's like, yeah, let's just, just, just research yeah. for a role. Just, oh. just getting ready. Another thing I think I, what has helped It's Always Sunny stay or kept its longevity for as long as it has is the way that they do tackle social problems as well. Like they do it in, you know, it's that cringe sort of humour. He's just like, oh, did they really just say that? Or did they really just do that? You know, he's like, I can't, you know, almost covering your eyes when you're watching. It's like, I can't believe this is happening right now. Yeah. But the way they approach certain things, like I think, uh, what the episode where um, they're all black. Yeah. Yeah. Like in the way that they just tackle social problems and things and just, I don't know, they put a very realistic perspective. Yeah. Even, over the, it. even the pilot episode was pretty, pretty like going headstrong full on like where, the or, the, or the first episode the first episode where you know the, they're, they're hanging out with the black guy and he brings all these guys to the bar and it turns out that he's gay and they're turning the bar into a gay bar and like everyone's sort of a bit apprehensive at first and then <laughs> and then they start coming on board and then yeah it, but then like, it, it all fl- like, it all flips back and forth through the whole thing mm, and it usually all falls apart for them at the end which is great most of the time I think they go into things with the best intentions but always falls apart Always I think um what was a more recent episode I was just thinking of um then when they're trying to solve the whole bathroom issue, like you know with all the different you know people identifying different genders and sexes and everything else like which is big, who, who, yeah. which is big now which is like how they're going to make the bathroom equal for because I think have you seen this one No, I haven't seen this one. So well, you have to you think, have to yeah play oh, by, one of them play by play it for me. One of them goes into the other sex's bathroom and they're like, oh my god, this is so much cleaner than what I'm used to. Yeah. And so then they want to be able to use that one. And so they pull out the whole wall. And so they spend the, pretty much the whole episode arguing and trying to make it fair and equal for everyone to be able to use it and like put a label on it or what should be on the door instead of men and women. Should and, it be, yeah, something And like they, they almost get it solved and then I think someone else comes in like Frank and he mentions something and, just, and they're like, oh, and they have to start all over again. But no, they do. They put nice real spins on real issues. I like it. That's always funny. That is always funny. That was a nice, almost little play on words there. Look. It was... Unintentional. Close. But, uh, yeah, no, it is It is good. And, you know, it's a, um, it's tough to keep 
you know, keep current and keep and tackle those issues in, especially in today's sort of social climate where it's, you know, it's a hot topic and everyone has an opinion to be able to hit that and and stay, you know, on the air and, and keep going, especially in the uh, in the entertainment industry. It's a bit of a bit of a dog eat dog world. Yeah, it's PC uh, culture these days as well. Yeah. It's just like, oh. Which is a great little segue into our next topic. Can us can admit it? Dog eat dog. Ooh. Ooh. Also known as Bully. Also known the, as Bully. Uh, the video one game of, from Rockstar. Yeah, probably one of their lesser known titles. Yeah. I was actually having a bit of a play on it this morning and it's it's still good. You know, it's a bit sort of hacky in some areas because of its age, I guess. But it is it is still good. It I would have to say it I would be very comfortable in saying it's got the smallest map of any mm. Rockstar game. I wouldn't, you know, that's not a statement of fact. That's just an opinion. I would say it. I'd be very confident in saying it does have the smallest map. I reckon Rockstar. I, I haven't. I've never really played. I think it's like the only Rockstar game I've never actually played. Um, but I did have it, so I did try playing it. Um, through through Steam. Um, unfortunately, had a few errors and it did crash a couple of times on me, and I might have just rage quit. But I, <laughs> but I did, I did pick up the fact that I was like, the school it is it is just the school grounds then that the the map is based on. No, you? so you got the school grounds, and then you can go into like the local little sort of town that's near okay. the school, right? And there's like a good part of town and a bad part of town. Well, like you go to the bad part of town, there's like hobos everywhere and stuff, <laughs> and a lot of them have Santa hats on, which is no weird. whatevs, but whatever. And uh, and then there's like another extension. Once you go past the good part of town, you get to a carnival, and there's like a big yeah, like right. amusement sort of carnival thing there where you can play games and go on rides and stuff like that. You just go on the ride and just like the camera just sort of follows you as you go around the ride. It's not that exciting, but it's something you can do. But yeah, it's a it's a good game. Quite controversial when it came out. And so well, that would be around the fact that you're a school kid going around. But she'd have other school kids. Pretty much, but it's like it's like all of Rockstar's games. It's it is what you make of it. True. Like you can play the game. You know, I could play the, through the whole game and not bully anyone and be you know a model student, or go completely other end of the spectrum and just like you know give kids swirlies and push them in the rubbish bins and do all of that, which I did a lot of today, and. <laughs> Shot some firecrackers at a few prefects and got myself into some trouble. Gave a few people a few wedgies. Good fun. Good That's it. It's all good fun. That's it. You know, I guess there was the argument made that it teaches kids to, you know, to mimic this sort of behaviour. But I don't know. I've always had, I've always taken issue with the violent video games. Violent video games violence. lead, lead to yeah, violent people. Yeah. Like no, definitely not. There was violence in the world long before there were video games. That's it. <laughs> People are going to be more. They don't need any encouragement. Yeah. Like, yeah. And I actually think the opposite's been found to be true as well. The fact that people with those violent tendencies have that sort of outlet to go to, they're actually less likely to then go out to the real world and, and be violent. Yeah, exactly right. Um, a lot of people won't admit that they you know they enjoy those sort of games because they you know they are concerned well, that because, people yeah. people will be like oh you know you, you what are you uh, sociopaths it's all a bit of fun. that's all it is you're not you're not doing it because that that's who you are you're it's, doing it because you know it's a bit of a it's you're 
it's like an escapism. It's like you're doing something that you would never do. Yeah, and at the end of the day, it's that's only one element of the game as a whole. It's like you know, Grand Theft Auto. You can play Grand Theft Auto, and you can make it all about killing hookers, or you can make it all about you know driving to the traffic rules, which I've seen people do. Which is yeah, blows my mind. I was it, like, infuriate. You have this opportunity to, to speed, run red lights. You know, maybe hit a pedestrian or two, and you're there worried if you're gonna be put over by the cops because you're going too fast. I would like to see like them include a mode. This is sort of, again, a little bit off topic, but uh, which I think will be a theme for this podcast. But I'd like to see them actually include a mode on one of the Grand Theft Autos where you can turn it to like, you know, like in Fallout where it had hardcore mode where like you had to like budget your stuff out and... Yes, yes. Yeah, everything was a lot harder and more realistic. Yeah. Like, but yeah. if they made something, they made, like, built a mode into it where you could have like realism mode where... If you ran a red light, the cops would chase you for that. Or if you were going over the speed limit. <laughs> Can I just say, they're going to bring in a realism mode like that. Can they make it so the cops don't just rock up? Yeah, well, they, have, they have to actually be able to see you do it. Oh, well, I'm just more the fact that you, know, like, you do something wrong. You have, like, that's it. You're, you're being swarmed by police. Yeah. Within, you know, and that's always been life, the issue. Cops are, unless there is a patrol car or something like that, watching within you. yeah, watching you or just happens to be around the corner at a donut shop, they're not like you're not getting you're not getting pulled up right then and there. No, they're going to catch up with you a little bit later on. Well, that's exactly right. One thing I'd like to see this is actually like an well, I, th- I think it's a really good idea. If you're going to go full realism, and you're not going to have the cops be able to catch you unless they see you do a crime, have mounted speed cameras like we do in real life. And then when you like blow through one and it flashes and you see it flash in the game, that you've you got know, it, that... you know, and then like maybe have like, cause like all the, all the new games have like a phone where you get your emails and contacts mm. from people, have it like send you out like an email version of your ticket and then you can make the decision whether you want to pay it or not pay it. And then like run up like a massive bill or get like arrested because like they come to your house because you haven't paid your bill. Like <laughs> that'd be awesome. I mean, it'd be, It'd be a bit more mundane than your standard sort of Grand Theft Auto, but it'd be good to have that option to be able to play that sort of side of life as well. Will be. Well, I mean, we. I think. Um, I mean, a lot of rumours around the moment that they they are going to make a Bully Two, and that potentially Rockstar have been already going through casting for actors to play roles for Bully Two. Do you reckon you'll? I mean, given where Bully was, where, you know, it was a game, didn't have that full-on realism, and then you've got, you know, you can compare that rock what Rockstar have done and gone to GTA Five. Do you think you would see more realism in Bully compared to what you... I think, I think they will. Bully? I think there would be more realism. Uh, we were sort of discussing this last night about how, you know, it depends how far they want to go with it. Do they want to make it so when you go to class, you're not just going in, doing a mini-game and then going out? You actually go in and you sit in class and you like you know it'd have to be short. You'd have to keep it to a reasonable time frame so it's not boring. But you know you get given the options of prompts throughout like a you know a minute and a half. It's still a mini game, but more interactive, where you can be disruptive in class or you can pay attention or you can refuse to do your work or you, know, you can try to get out of class and say oh I've got to go to the toilet and then you can get out and like try to you know dodge class for as long as you can until mm-hmm. someone drags you back into the classroom or something. Uh, I, I think something like that would make it a lot more realistic. I think they should shy away from, not so much shy away from the name Bully, but they should shy away from the impression that it gives people. They should make it sort of more so it's a... Nah, stop that. No, I think they should make it more like, they should like steer into the skid more so than 
be worried about because it, because it came out as bully and then they changed it to Canis Canamedit because people were offended because it was called bully. But I don't think that I mean yeah maybe called bully, but I never got the impression though that the character you play is necessarily bully. Like don't you get opportunities there to actually start standing up for kids that are bullied? Like, yeah, you, you can do help, help like the nerds and you know. No, other, I found that interesting the faction stuff. bit in it. Like, I noticed that like I, through the few missions I got to play for it crashed that, you know, I was gaining respect, which was uh, very reminiscent of like the early G- actual GTA one and two, where you know, you had the gangs and stuff and you would earn respect or lose respect for different gangs depending yeah, on where you're going around shooting people up or whatever else or whose missions you did. And I, fe- I thought that was cool to see, you know, a reflection of that through uh bully as well. Yeah. But, I mean, I'd like to see him really steer into it, though, like, and, you know, call it something like, you know, Bully 2, I don't know. Even, like, try to make something a bit sort of tongue-in-cheek, like, you know, like, Revenge of the Nerds or something like that to sort of make it... <laughs> I reckon they'll get copyrighted. Make it copyrighted, but something, something in that vein. <laughs> um, just to really, like, I don't know. We've, we've touched on it a bit this episode, but PC culture is out of control. People get passively offended and, and have this ability to be offended in their day-to-day life and the internet sort of welcomes that. But I'd like to see them, yeah, go whole hog, ultimate real, put as much realism as they can in it, and make it, have like, you know, potentially even have like a, like a status system in it where, you know, you can, you start off as like the bottom of the, the rung kid that you knew at the school, everyone picks on you, even, you know, even the kids that normally get bullied are picking on you and you've got to like try and make yourself to, well, that's something that Rockstar could easily it. do as well. Like, think, but you got you got multiple endings that you can get have through GTA Five, which can change throughout the way you play the game. They could easily put multiple endings in, where you know you go through the school and you can choose to be the bully, and you can choose to be you know that asshole kid that picks on everyone. Yeah. And that you know you get like some shit ending for that, or you can go through and make decisions. Where, you know, you stick up for the little man, or you know the kids that are getting yeah. picked on and stuff, and rise to be the popular kid, or yeah, you whatever. know, or change the mentality of like. Other factions within, like, or certain factions within the school to not be jerks or whatever. I'd like to see the factions come back because that's pretty much what school's like. No, right, it's like that, that was a that's a very good. Representation it's a very good representation of, of it. Life. But I, I'd like to even see him bring back something like, like in your stats. Like, do you remember playing when you played when you'd play GTA Vice City? You'd have like you go through your stats and you'd have like your most hated gang, like the gang you'd killed the most people in or whatever. <laughs> And, like, mine was always the golfers, because I always thought that was hilarious. So I'd go, like, to the golf course, kill as many golfers as I could. And then, like, it would just... My tally would be huge for golfers. And that was hilarious. But, I mean, that, that you could have a thing where that, like, you know, you've you know, you've bullied this many kids from this faction, so they're the ones that hate you the most. And then have the game react to that. Because, I mean, bully was pretty good for its time. But the technology they've got now, they can make it. Oh, it's certainly amazing. That's it, and I think I think I don't think you'd have anything to worry about in regards to Rockstar and PC culture that they would shy away from it. They're pretty. They've, um, they're like pretty... GTA Five showed them basically stick the finger to uh, PC culture in a lot of ways. We could torture people. Torture people. Just the things, just the little things like you know people in their social media and things like that, and basically how people get so offended. They kind of there there are a lot of snide sort of comments made or interactions that you have which show that. They don't give about people and their petty offending. Yeah, and I think now the size that Rockstar is, because even I mean, even when Bully came out, they were big, but they weren't. They were nowhere near as big as they are now. Like they are a huge company now. They don't care. Well, they don't care if people get offended. They mm-hmm. have they have a market. They know that that people will buy their games. Definitely. 
they're always a con- at the moment they're always a contender for game of the year whenever they put a game out like you know GTA 5 was a contender Red Dead Redemption 2 things like that that's what I'd like to see with Bully uh, if they do make a sequel mm-hmm. I would like to see it steer into a bit more realism uh, is it that time where we, we consult the Hats of Destiny I think it is time to consult the Hats of Destiny and see oh, what right. it is what we will we... be <laughs> we'll be talking about next time what have we got there one, two, three. Three hats. Three hats. All right. All right. Now I can't remember which hat is which. That's all right. You, so you're just gonna have to pull something out and see what we got in there. All right. We will go. go. I'll go. go this one. You go this one. I'm what do you get? Look. All right. I have got. Now I've got to undo it. Drum roll. Drum roll. We need. We need a drummer. What, what does Crazy Taxi that crazy, looks like okay, that, so that is, that is, that is games, a video game hat the games hat so we'll right. be discussing Crazy Taxi crazy next week taxi. I'll leave that out <laughs> Crazy Taxi man I might even just go to the cinemas because there's like a Crazy Taxi machine there and just play that oh is that one that you sit in stand, no it's a stand up one stand up one so, oh, still oh I don't think it's there anymore actually I may oh, have misled you that's heartbreaking yeah don't do that no it's, it's okay I think I picked it up for like two bucks the other week as well um, oh, well, I have TV shows here. I found Double the Fist. Double the Fist. That's going to be... It'll be an interesting one, I think, for people that are outside of Australia. Yeah, that <laughs> will be very interesting. And we'll go to the last one. So... Ooh. Movie. Ooh. Oh, I hope that's movies. Well, you would hope so. And the movie we'll be discussing is... If I can get it oh, open. What is it? It is... What's that? Richie Rich. Richie Rich. As in the uh, Macaulay Culkin. Macaulay Culkin. Richie Rich. So. Is there another one? I'm pretty sure they made other ones. Like sequels too, that? Like, yeah, I think like sequels. But that's the... That's the one from from childhood. That's definitely the one that was intended when the name was written down. When the name was written down. 100%. There's a few of these in the hat that are actually already open. So I should probably... That's that's all right. That's cool. Uh, cool. But yeah, that's... That's up us. That's it for us today, guys. We're not going to be covering Looney Tunes just yet, but apparently I had a Porky Pig moment then, uh, <laughs> stammering and stuttering. Uh, but we will we will be back with a uh, another episode very soon. And in the meantime, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook. We will be looking into a Twitter account at some stage, I think. Potentially Twitter. It's, it seems like a crazy world out there on the Twitters, but we'll, we'll look. It seems we'll look like, into it. It seems like people do like the Twitters. Till next time, I'm Trent. I'm Josh. And uh, this was the Cult of Popularity Podcast. Yeah. Take care of yourself, guys.